Hey, if you're getting value from the podcast, I would absolutely love if you could leave me a written review. The way that you're going to do this, open up the podcast app. It only takes two seconds. Scroll to the bottom of the episodes and you'll see a star option to leave a written review. Again, that would mean the absolute world to me. I love hearing your guys' feedback. What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my business partner, my best friend, the guy next door, the guy that's about to have a mother trucking baby, Cole De Silva. What's up, King? Bro, that is literally like the weirdest thing to say in the entire world. It's not even funny. Like it's, uh, it went from going to happen this year, like happening soon. And now it's literally the language is next Tuesday. That's so but, weird, dude. You know, now like, it's actually Tuesday because fuck, we just passed Tuesday. So I'm like, fuck, it's actually ridiculous, man. It's <laughs> like, it's so soon. It's not even funny because it's moved up so much with Julia having to have a scheduled C-section. Such, it's just mental. I'm so excited. So I got a question for you. So right now you are seven days out, six days out. Like, like do you feel like you're ready for yeah, this? Yeah, honestly, there's really no nervousness. It's more like overwhelm. Like I was talking to, I think somebody about this yesterday, like ready wise, I'm like, we've got everything that technically we need, right? Like fucking, I don't know what else. I'm sure there's other stuff that we got to buy because there's a billion fucking things that you have to buy for babies. I'm like, and the way that I look at it is I don't think I'd ever be like, quote unquote, actually ready. Mm. Like, I don't know if like, there's a, like a certain amount of stuff that you would need. I'm just like, okay, dope. Like a little bit overwhelmed because I'm like, now it's something I got to add into my schedule, but there's really no nervousness. And I'm like, mm. I mean this, even though it's going to sound funny. Cause I don't un understand another way to explain it. <laughs> I got to not let him die, feed him and clean his ass when he shits. I'm like, I literally have said that every time. Cause I'm like, I don't know any other way to explain it. Like that's, that's it. I didn't read any baby books. Cause all they're going to fucking say is don't let him fucking die, feed him and wash him. That's what they're going to say. Right. Don't let him roll on his fucking face when he's in the crib. No shit. That's common sense. Or at least I would think it was. I don't let your baby roll on his fucking face. Don't let a pillow land on his face so you can suffocate. Like, I feel like there's a lot of common sense shit. I'm like, I'm just ready, bro. I'm <laughs> we'll see how he feels next week. If he comes on pod chats. Right? Oh, I'm going to be tired as fuck. Yeah. Like that's going to be, that's going to happen a hundred easy. You just fucking feed him. He shits, you clean it done. That's it. <laughs> that's it let's be real it's gonna be tiring but whatever oh, that's it i love it i love we're it. gonna get him little soundproof headphones too we're actually yeah. looking on amazon so i could put them on his head and then i can do content that's fucking funny uh-huh i like I'm that excited. all right guys here on the podcast today every wednesday obviously for a month i was away in bali so you guys didn't get pod chats but we back and you guys get pod chats so once a week, we bring up our clients and we let our clients ask us anything. And today we've got a few of our clients that are going to come up. So we've got Mr. David Getz. What's up, King? Hey, Brian. Thanks so much for answering my questions. Really struggling with my avatar. I've been kind of all over the place with it. Okay. And like what I want to do is dominate the over 50 crowd, but I don't want to eliminate the 40 crowd because when I started my fitness journey, I was 47. And I know Cole talked about, you know, who talked to the person you were five years ago. I did my first competition, physique competition at 48. So I want to kind of relate to guys that are, you know, not just about fat loss, but about, holy shit, I'm going to turn 50 in like two, three, four, five years. It's like, I can't believe I'm going to be 50. And then the guys that are in the 50 generation, I'll, obviously I want, because I'm there now, you know, I want to appeal to them as well. So I'm kind of like my avatar right now is I help men 50 plus look and feel like they're not men 50 plus, but I feel like I'm kind of, you know, ruling out the 40 plus year olds. Let me know what you think about this, Cole. I feel like I have a very simple solution to a complex problem. I feel like you should literally say, I help men that are 40 plus feel better than they did in their 20s. I like it. That's it. Because it's like, well, then you're getting people that are 40 and 50. Well, it's the only reason why I didn't go there, because there's some other really big influencers that do, you know, appeal to the 40 plus crowd. And I, well, I want to differentiate myself and say, I'm, you know, I appeal to the 50 plus crowd. Fuck the other influencers. Straight okay. up. Like they don't have your story. They don't have your background. They don't have your like energy. They don't have your physique. Like you're jacked as hell, David. Like you've Thank got you. like, you've got everything that it takes to dominate that niche. And like, guys, I don't pay attention to what other people are doing. I don't even like, I notice that there's other people in my space, but I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Like straight up. The only thing that I care about is making sure that like I'm dialed in on my messaging and that I resonate with my messaging. And it sounds to me like the only reason that you haven't gone all in on this like 40 plus niche is because you know that there's other people that are in the space that are doing it. Am I right? Correct. But how many other fucking online coaches are there that like help people burn fat and build muscle? 
Darren Robinson? Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> fuck, Mike fuck, Mayo? fuck Darren Robinson. I hope he listens to this. Hey, Darren Robinson, fuck you, dude. Listen, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like Darren Robinson's killing it, but like, okay, here's a fucking question. Colt, what's on your calculator right now? I think me and you are on the individuals due to an actual statistic app that you can download and look at online. A consensus was done in Canada. There is 4,979,382 40-plus-year-olds between the age of 40 and 50 in Canada alone. One sec. And you said, one sec. Can you say that again? The part that you said about Canada? Yeah, I said, fuck it, in Canada alone. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's what I mean. The reason why I, like, I literally just searched up how many 40-year-olds are in Canada? And this fucking app popped up. Brian, let me share my screen for everybody that's on the call right now. Guys, this is literally perspective is everything. Yeah. Perspective is fucking everything. Like, this is where I start, okay? Look at this chart right here. Residential population in Canada by 2022 by age, all right? This is the fucking breakdown here. 40 to 44, there's 2.5 million. 40 to 45 to 49, 2.4 million. 50 to 54, 2.4 million. 55 to 59, 2.6 million. Literally in this 20 year gap, there's over fucking 10 million individuals that you can have counter to. So that whole statement of there's influencers targeting means fucking nothing because all you need is what a hundred clients to live an amazing life mm. to fucking impact an insane amount of people. Like that's perspective. You need 105 million and that's just Canada alone. So that's perspective. Number one, I wanted to hit that because of the words that you said of there's a couple influencers attacking 40 and I feel like I need to separate myself. You don't at all, not even a little bit. Like the whole mentality of the fitness industry is saturated is the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard in my life. And I know you didn't just say that. I just want to make sure that I state that statement because it's bullshit. The fitness industry is a billion dollar industry. You are not saturating it because of your fucking dual business trying to grow hundred clients. Number one, number two, do what Brian said. Literally doesn't matter at all. Like it, making it very simple. Helping 40-year-olds feel better than they were in their 20s. That's literally it, bro. Because then 40, you're talking to 40-year-olds, which is your old self. Anyone over the age of 40 is going to resonate with that content. Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, your I help statement literally means nothing. You guys could literally keep your bio blank. I want to talk about <laughs> this for a minute. I, I spoke about this in content audits today. People don't read your bio, then watch your content. They watch your content then read your bio. Mm. I want to say that again. People don't read your bio, then watch your content. They watch your content, then read your bio. So if your content speaks to individuals that are 40 plus struggling with XYZ and they resonate it, then they're going to go to your bio. Mm. Your I health statement needs to be very short, sexy, and straight to the fucking point. Stop overthinking it because as long as your content provides the value, builds a connection and triggers their emotion, they will buy off of you regardless of what the fuck that statement says. Make sense, bro? Yep. I have another question. I've taken all your advice about changing my content and I really spend a lot of time researching Janelle and uh, Trent Harrison. Can you look at my last three, but the last one is a brand video. So kind of skip that one, but the two before that, and just tell me if I'm on track for my avatar. Send me your social media tag. Fit over 50, man. Okay, perfect. On Instagram? TikTok. TikTok, TikTok itself. So yeah. again, you're trying to target people that are right now over the age of 50, correct? I'm only speaking to them because I am, like I'm 52, but I do want to, you know, max or target anybody that are 40 plus. Okay. I just thought I'd be... Okay, let's break it down right now. So not this one. Yeah, that... 25 KVs. That one, yeah. That one, I kind of took inspiration from Janelle. I always thought people over 50 were so old. Now that I'm in my 50s, so I don't feel that way anymore. I'm stronger and in better shape than most 20-year-olds. Yeah, I got a few A's. Yes. Yes. That's, That's it right there. Ding, now, ding, 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 ding. Again, if you want to change it to 40, like if that's what you're resonating with, then just fucking change the language to 40. Be like, when I was 20 years old, I used to think I would be dead at 40 and now I'm 50 in the best shape of my entire life. Exactly. Dude, it's fucking such a simple shift. That's mm -hmm. it though. You're on. You're good, bro. This is the, the type next, of shit you need to dive into right Yes. This. 10 out of 10. And then the next one, two over, the one that's got 47, that one. Yeah. Bro, you already know the answer to this, motherfucker. Why are you asking us? I just want to make sure I'm on track because- Of course I'm, you're on track. Really, I'm yeah. going to hit it hard. You already know that. You're on fucking track. Anything the, that's the algorithm's that none of also, use is on track. The algorithm is also telling you you're on track. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, the one with 50,000 views, that one? Yeah, you're fucking good. And you're talking and it's interactive and it's flashy. It's not some bullshit fucking trend that you're doing with some crappy audio. 
like you're being yourself and you're opening up about your experiences, which is a fucking very big win. Yeah. Anybody can go fucking turbo viralizing fucking trending audio. You use your voice and your sound, like you, your experiences, literally it's game over, especially at your age, looking the way that you look like you're going to become that inspiration for men. Yeah. All right. I literally said this to fucking Mike and I say it every time he's always like, cool, fuck you. Stop bringing up my age. But listen, I'm fucking 28 years old, about to turn 29. If I look like you, dog, David, when I'm fucking 50 years old, that's a win for me. But I'm only going to listen to your advice if you keep doing that style of video. Talking, opening up, experiences, vulnerability, storytelling. That's what gets people involved in this shit. I also want to break it down in content audits. Were you there this morning? Yes. Awesome. So you heard Janelle, but a lot of people might have not heard it. I pulled Janelle up. If you guys don't know who Janelle is, she is absolutely slaying it in her fucking business. Right now, she is posting content on a consistent basis and generating a fucking ridiculous amount of leads for her business, bringing in a fucking shit ton of income. On top of that, though, I asked her the question, how much value are you producing versus storytelling and connection? She's like, value is zero. Storytelling and connection is everything. But it didn't start like that. She started by providing value to the individuals that needed to hear it on a very in-depth level. And then once she found vulnerability... All right. People started to flock. It started to blow up even more. And then she realized that because she already had the social proof of losing 450 pounds herself and the clients due to providing value in the past, then she was opening up above vulnerability and just started to take over the game. Does that make sense, bro? Yeah. Storytelling is everything for you. Thanks so much, guys. That was awesome. Run full speed. You got it. Thank you. I got you, bro. Thanks for coming up. Let's go. David Getz going to be DMing us in a couple months saying he hit $20,000 a month. Let's fucking get it. I like that. I believe it. 100p. Aaron Stevenson, what's up, bro? I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. What up, B? That's a good fucking intro. I'm back, bro. How you doing? I'm good, bro. Stuff has been great. Like once I dialed in my avatar even more, you know, I feel like I have really good momentum. I've been sign- signing more people, having more calls than, than usual. So stuff is, is awesome. Yeah. Um, but with that, that kind of goes with my question of like, because I narrowed stuff down more, like I know it's a good thing. But my, my brain always tries to trick me of like views are down because of it. Like I'm seeing more wins in my business. So I know logically stuff's working. Like yeah. I'm happy with that. But my brain always goes, oh, views are down. Maybe we should do something differently. I have like, a question. I have a question. I just have a very simple question. Do the views on your video pay the rent in your house? Mm. No. And I know that logically. Then fucking exactly. Then feel that emotionally and stop. Cole, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, not really, but I'll ask you a question. And it's very simple. Do you want to be an influencer or do you want to be a coach that's actually impacting people? No, a coach for sure. Okay. Now, and pause, because obviously we want views of being a coach as well. But what do you care more about, views or money? Money. Okay. What do you care more about, impact or views? Impact. Don't lie to me. The the reason I paused was just, I felt like, you know, you can make more of an impact if you have more people. Well, no shit, but it's not going to happen overnight. You need to stop obsessing over the views because right now you care about views more than impact. So you don't give a shit about actually talking about individual pain and triggering emotion. You care about getting the video to go viral and we need to switch that. Mm -hmm. All right. And like, again, guys, videos are going to flop. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Go to my fucking TikTok right now. I posted a video yesterday. It's only got 6,000 views. I have over 800,000 followers. That is a fucking flop. All right. That's trash on my account, but that's what happens. And that's the beauty of social media. Guys, Gary V talks about this shit all the time. He's got millions upon millions of followers. He's like, I can still make a post and get less than 10,000 views. Mm. Why? Because the algorithm is ruthless. Yes. But I don't give a fuck about the views because I know one person's going to hear this video and it's going to help them. And that's why the fuck I'm on here. You need to actually internalize that if your true purpose is impact. Mm. Make sense? Mm. Yeah. So the way that I've always view this perspective in this situation is let's say you have a video that gets 10,000 views and I'm just going to use an example and it's, it's you fucking, I'm going to use myself as an example. I used to smash eggs on my head as the protein CEO. If you want to see funny videos, go look up protein CEO on TikTok and you'll fucking get a good laugh. Okay. So you get 10,000 views of me smashing an egg on my head. Okay. Out of those 10,000 views, how many of those people do you think are likely to become my clients? Probably close to none. Probably close to none. I would say guaranteed zero. Okay. So let's say I make a video that's talking about three secrets to landing your next five clients. And that video gets 900 views. Out of those 900 views, if 300 of them are trainers, what is the likelihood that one of those people might become my clients? A lot higher. So do you think it's more valuable for me to have a video that has 10,000 views that has a 0% chance of me signing anyone or a video that has 900 views that has a higher percentage chance of somebody wanting to sign with me because of the value that's in the video? Second. Boom. 
Now you said the second one, but you said it was some fucking small ass energy. So like, this is what I'm talking about right now. Like this is where I'm gonna call you out guys. You might have it in your mind where you're like, no, I want the views and that's okay. But then you need to internalize that your business isn't going to reflect the individual that's focused on impact and actually providing value when you're chasing views. Like, again, there's no right answer here. It's up to you. It's all up to you. But Brian's right. Like, what are we chasing here? The views and no clients or clients with no fucking views right now. The views will come eventually from becoming the authority in the market. Can I be vulnerable, Aaron? Yeah. Okay, so the reason I'm having this conversation with you is because I did this, okay? So if I have three TikTok accounts now, okay? The first one that I have is called the Protein CEO, where I smashed egg in my face and I thought it was funny and everyone else thought it was funny and I was going viral, but I wasn't signing any clients. And it was taking a lot of work for me to do the videos. And I'm like, why am I working so hard to create an account that's not doing anything for me? So that was the first one. The second one I had is Mark Fit. And on Mark Fit, I was doing funny videos for a while and those funny videos blew up. And then I tried to convert into business coaching content and like the funny video people didn't care about the business coaching content. All the views went to shit. So I had to spend literally the last seven to eight months working on my voice, working on delivering my message, working on getting better at talking, working on speaking to the camera, working on my tonality, working on my delivery, working on my angles, because time after time, after time, after time, I'd fucking be pumping out these talking videos. And even though my podcast has like 1.2 million downloads, my talking videos were like fucking shitting the bed. And I felt like embarrassed, to be honest with you. But I stayed consistent, did talking videos every day. And now it's been like 10 months of me building the real Brian Mark, my second Instagram account. And my talking videos are consistently getting between five and 20,000 views. But that didn't happen overnight. That took a lot of like effort. That took a lot of reps. And the more reps that I did and the more effort that I put towards actually getting better at delivering a higher quality message. Now, my talking videos where I'm like, Five secrets to help you land your next few clients. Like those videos are hitting hard because I actually worked on the skill set of delivering the message to the type of person that I want to deliver it to. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so I used to chase views too. So I understand where you're coming from. But I'll tell you that chasing views doesn't equal chasing money. And what I will say is the real Brian Mark was built literally on like value based talking reels content. And that Instagram account, I talked about this on my podcast the other day, has generated $750,000 this year. This year, from one account, posting two talking reels, an average of one to two talking reels a day, every single day. So there's over 600 posts in 300 days. Do the math. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Stop no, chasing I, the views. No, I, I agree. I think that's the same same boat that I'm in of like, because like, I, I don't post any, any like trending stuff, like trying to just, just get views from that. Like I don't do any type of trends. All the stuff that I post is like talking stuff. And I've been studying content so much of like trying to make my content good producing it really good, you know, got a camera, like everything like that. So I think it's more of just frustration of like, man, I'm doing the reps and, and I'm doing the stuff. How long have you been doing it for? Over a year. But I mean, like, guess what, motherfucker? I've been doing it for I nine. Been doing it longer. Exactly. Keep going. I'm not giving you no, shit. I'm just I know, no, I know, I know. A Part of the frustration is just, Here's a mirror. Bam. Here's a mirror, motherfucker. Bam. Yeah. Frustration was just, you know, I knew, I knew when I first started posting on TikTok or, you know, doing reels or anything like that, my content sucked, you know, I'll admit it, it sucked. And then for a while I had amazing momentum, was growing my account great. Views went up because of it, but like yeah. I was just, you know, value and I, I felt like everything was kind of aligned and yeah. that tanked since then. And, and that's where, that's where- Volume, more, do more. Yeah. Do more. A big problem is not that you need to do something different. It's usually that you need to do something more. And this is what a lot of people miss the mark on. They'll send out 10 DMs, be like, why am I not getting any clients? Go send a hundred. You're posting once a day. Again, and I'm a big advocate for posting once a day. All right, because I found what worked. Exactly. But I'm going to fucking touch on that. Exactly. Cole can post once a day though, because when he posts a video, it gets 50,000 views. If you're posting once a day and it gets 300 views, fucking post twice. Post more. Yes. Experiment guys. Exactly. And I'm even now posting more because again, I want to grow faster. How do I do that? By upping my output and giving individuals more chances of seeing me. A lot of people ask, okay, if I'm going to post twice a day, when should I post? Once in the morning between like 7 and 9 a.m., 10 a.m., depending on your insights. And then once at night between 4 and 6 p.m. Space it out in your time zone. That's like base recommendations. The best advice that I can give you though is to check your insights to see the best time to post. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. The way that you'll do that is click the little settings bar, you click insights, you click followers, and it'll tell you when your followers are the most engaged. One thing I will say though, is if you're going to post twice a day on Instagram, it needs to be at least six to seven hours apart. Otherwise it'll conflict with each other in the algorithm. Was that helpful, Aaron? Yeah. Cool. Go do shit. I believe in you. See you next week. Peace. Hey, online fitness coach, if you love this content and you're getting value, what I'd love is if you could screenshot this, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at the real Brian Mark. I like to see who's in my audience. It means the world to me every time you share a podcast episode. What's up, Mike Mayo? What's going on? How are you, bro? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Best day of my life, homie. How can we serve you today? It always is. It always is. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I don't really have a question. I just wanted to say that I took your advice from, what was it, three weeks ago to start talking and changing my social media and it's, it, it worked. So thank you for that. You know, mm. talking to the camera, I still like to post your trendy workout videos to showcase my physique with some good background music. It's, yeah. I don't know. I enjoy it. And I yeah. know it's, it may attract, it may not, but whatever. It does. Do it. it does. I think it's a very good idea. I talked about this on the podcast the other day, how like you need to use your best assets. So mm-hmm. I have a Lamborghini and I do lots <laughs> of videos with my Lamborghini because don't say. Lam- it's a fucking flex. And I know that. And so I'm yeah. going to post on my videos, just like you're shredded as fuck. So like, you should use that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, it's my reels don't do, I mean, they do well and they don't do well. They, the algorithm fucks me around all the time. And, but I mean, since I've changed my content up, I mean, I've got one to two calls booked, you know, four to five days a week. So it's going really well. So I really appreciate the insight and bam. Uh, what, what's and, your, know, how many clients do you have right now? I've got, I've got eight. Yes, bro. Yeah. He had zero. Hey, Cole, a month ago, yeah. he had zero when he came on for advice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going well. I mean, I think I'm high ticket. My 16 week is 3k and my one year is five. So it's, it's paid in full only. And, and that's it. So it's, it's going good <laughs> so far. So good. I'm fucking happy for you, bro. Yes. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm fucking Don't happy worry, for dude. you. Yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, I just want to come on here and say like back in July, when you told me to quit my fucking job, you scared the shit out of me. And, uh, <laughs> And I did it. Can I be honest? I always get super nervous when I give that advice, but I only (laughs) give it to people that I know can back it up. Because if I tell somebody to quit their job that I don't think is like a good fit to quit their job, then like in eight weeks time, I get a DM that's like, you're a fucking asshole. So (laughs) I love hearing this from you, bro. And I'm super fucking proud of you, bro. That's awesome. No, it's, it's awesome. It's truly awesome. Yeah. I don't, I just wanted to come on here and say that and just uh, say how, how grateful I am to, you know, know both you and Cole and be a part of the PT Dom. And I'm going to keep plugging away, man. That's all I got. I love it. Dude, Cole, let's do like a 30 second content audit on him, eh? Want to do a screen share? Do a screen share? Yeah, give me a second here. Okay, let's pull up his account. Because you're here, we're going to do a 30 second content audit. Mayo Nation, right? Mayo Devation, not Mayo Nation. So he's doing more talking videos, Cole. So let's give him some feedback on those talking videos. Let's watch a couple of them and give him some feedback. I'm down. I like it. Why you constantly fail with your weight loss program? Jump right in, full steam. I get it. You're motivated. But when you came out of the gate so hot, you couldn't keep that pace up. Start off by just showing up three days a week. Start tracking your food that you're already eating. That way you get a... So I like the concept of the video. I'm honestly not going to pick apart the voice and the things that you're saying too much in this one. I'm going to move to the next ones because this was just posted. I'm curious to see how it does. But I want to talk about complimenting your voice. So if you guys go to my social medias, TikTok, IG, et cetera, it's a lot of light music. I literally talked about this in content on it. It kind of sounds like Adele shit, like piano music, night trouble, like very light tones because my aggression in my voice complements the sound mm-hmm. and it goes together. And it's honestly reached a point where people will joke around and text me being like, fuck you, you ruined the sound for me. Because now when they hear night trouble, they know me. It's like, it's actually gotten to that yeah. point. So I want you to think about, and everybody write this down. If you use music in your videos, you are the focal point, turn everything else down. One thing I will say, yes. One thing I'm going to add that, what, what he's saying. Mike Mayo, when you're using music, I would say the max, so your voice should be all the way up. I would say the music should be like around 10 to 20. So like when you control the volume, your voice all the way up, the music may be 10 to 20, like max, because you don't want yeah. your, the music to overpower your voice. Mike, what I would recommend doing is I would recommend you like spending some time finding a few sounds that resonate with you. You can literally go search and like, look at some of the sounds that I'm using. Look at some of the sounds that Cole's using. 
I could even go to Trent, seeing some of the sounds that Trent's using, some of the mm -hmm. sounds that Sky's using, and then listen to a few sounds. And I usually have the same one or two sounds on my videos, just like Cole does. Because right. once you find a couple of good sounds that work, then put them in the background of your video so that it's like a little bit more engaging. Yeah. And then like, once you have like some fun with it, you guys can start experimenting. There's another one that I just found. It's like some motivational sound and I've taken it. So like, if I bring you guys to TikTok right now, if I go to this sound, oh look at Salvatorio. I don't know why he always pops up my TikTok, but there we go. <laughs> if I click TikTok, he's there, but I've literally took in this sound. Like it's literally mine. Give me a second here. I'll pull it up for you guys. Like I'm literally popping up now. Uh, if you go up on your phone, See, watch now, it's not showing here. But if you go on your phone, I've got literally three videos that have almost hit a million views. So it'll literally show the sound at the top of the thing. So I'm I take over sounds is what I like my goal is, is I take over hashtags and I take over sounds on TikTok. No, honey, this is why you Here's the big change. You're not making your picture. Not cutting out talks of relationship, hanging around negative, unmotivated people. And stuff. I would say there's a little bit too many cuts. Did you watch my video editing masterclass? I feel like you did. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking stud. Good shit. I would say there's a little bit too many cuts. So I yeah. like the slow zoom. I like the cuts, but maybe like, so you want to have a little bit of a gap. So maybe every 1.5 to two seconds is just you talking and then a little mini cut and then back to regular and then slow zoom and then back to regular. So I would say like, slow it down just a little bit. I like where this is going. These are better than the videos that I saw, but a little bit too many cuts. Try 30% less cuts. 100%. Okay. By the way, if anybody is listening to this on the audio only replay for the podcast, you guys can find Mike at M-A-Y-O-T-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. Just so you guys can get an idea of what me and Brian are currently going over. So Brian kind of went over the video edit for you because I agree it is very noisy. That's what I consider like when it's moving too quickly. And especially with my eyes, bro, because I have bad eyes. If it becomes noisy or like confusing to me, I just tune away. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we're triggering everyone. I also would change the entire way that you're breaking down the script. And let me go with this it for you for a minute. Here's the biggest lifestyle change you're not making, not cutting out toxic relationships. Skip everything else and just talk about toxic relationships. I okay. see the direction that you're heading, but right now we're kind of dancing around the subject and we're like not getting to the fucking point. So guys, I want you to think about this. All right. You come up with your script. Your script in this video is about toxic relationships. It's about cutting out negative individuals so you can focus on yourself and better your fitness life, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. Now, what is the purpose of that? Why did you choose to talk about toxic people? Tell me. Because they're, they impact who we are as individuals and we have Deeper. to individualize ourselves. Deeper. Deeper? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Nobody's going to care about hearing that. <laughs> What's the deep reason? What's the emotional reason? Because negative people drain you because negative yeah. people throw you off because negative people focus on themselves, not you because negative people throw you off the path of your fucking fitness goals, right? Negative people you make you feel like shit for eating healthy. Negative there people you ask you to drink when you don't want to fucking drink. Negative people like make fun of you when you're on your meal prep. That is meeting people in their heads. What me and Brian just did is we joined the conversation in people's heads where you came up with a statement based off of your mind that it makes sense. We get it. But that's most likely not going to be in someone else's head. And we need to join that conversation. So what you do is you guys have your script. And I would be writing this down, by the way, if you guys are not. You have your script. Then look at your script before you film it and ask yourself what the purpose is. Once you figure out what the purpose is, take the purpose and put it to the front. Meaning, instead of starting the video like this. Here's the biggest lifestyle change you're not making. Not cutting out toxic relationships. Listen, you got to cut out all these toxic people. All they're doing is holding you back and stopping you from achieving your dreams. Oh. I took the purpose and put it at the front because then the first two seconds, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm triggering pain, triggering your brain to think. And then I go into the talking part of the video where I'm breaking down the solution to vision. Does that make sense? Yes. Beauty. That's what we do there. Bro, you're killing it. We're fucking proud of you. Mm -hmm. Let's keep, do it. keep killing it. I'm proud Let's of you. Let's fucking go. All right. My boy. Thanks. Of course, bro. I love seeing stories like that. Hey, Cole? Yeah, it literally changes the game. It literally makes all this shit worth it. Quit your job. Dope. Just shows up fucking. <laughs> Quit your job. Cool. A, I have eight month. clients that paid me 3K in the last four weeks. A month later. A month later. Yeah, a month later. Is it 24 grand in the last four weeks? Is that what you Yeah, mean? it's been good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been good. $24,000. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love it, dude. Let's keep it rolling. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Yo, BD, who's that? Who's BD? Oh, that's Ben. That's Ben. Ben. ben Densmore. What's up, Ben? Hey, how you guys doing? Dude, get it. You excited for FitCon or what? I am. Yeah, boy. Let's go. How can we serve you today? 
I just want to know, like, I don't feel like my content appeals to my ideal avatar, which is like career-driven professionals. Because like, as I said, like the cold the other day, most of my stuff, like kind of funny troll videos. So I don't know if it's like turning them off or not. Are you getting career-driven individuals, people that are, that are in that niche signing up for you? Only through my paid ads, not a cold outreach. Well, then that means your content isn't connecting to them and you answer your own question. So question, the type of content that you post is what? Like funny troll type videos. I like probably 25% value. The rest is funny videos. Okay. So I have a question. If I'm like, I'm a dude that's busy as fuck that wants to lose weight. I got 30 pounds to lose. I take myself seriously. I'm career driven. I want to make money. And I come across your page and I see funny shit. Do I want to buy from you? Yes or no? Probably not. Change your content. Got it. Right? That's yeah, it. It's, it's just, literally that fucking easy. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I think it's just asking yourself the question. Like, you don't need to come on here and ask us if your content is hitting properly when you are go coming here and then telling us, I get no leads unless it's ads. Right? Like, you're jacked. You have the fucking physique. All right? You have the proof in your physique. But, like, none of it's really... Oh, like, you jacked as fuck. Dude, I am a busy, career-driven individual. I don't have fucking time to watch you just doing bicep curls with your shirt off. I, I agree. I also, that's also, that's the truth. I also right? think, bro, like I'm a busy career driven individual. Like, yeah, it's like cool to showcase your physique, but like you need to put your fucking shirt on for some videos straight up. And you need to look career driven because when, if I'm a busy career driven individual, I need to come to you. I'm going to fucking give you the smoke that you don't want too fucking bad. You asked, I'm going to come to your page and I'm going to look at you and be like, do I resonate with this dude? And it's not going to be a, something that I like consciously decide. It's a subconscious process. Somebody looks at you, they make a snap judgment and they like that snap judgment decides whether or not they stay or not. And so my recommendation would be like, yes, you can still show off your physique. Obviously you're jacked, but you also need to do some videos where you like look fucking good. You do your hair, you got your glasses on, you look professional as fuck. And you're like, yo, this is how you lose weight. If you have a busy schedule, ba 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 ba, right? And you're doing talking videos. Yeah, the last nine fucking videos that you've produced is just you flexing. Because I was trying not to do as much funny videos. More like, yeah, but that's not, that's, you're literally, you're going from funny videos, content that's at least creating a conversation to just let me flex in front of the camera and try to attract a career driven individual, right? Yeah. Like, what you need to do is figure out who your avatar is and actually understand them on a deeper level because it sounds to me like you don't understand who they are. Because, like, career driven individuals, let's take me and Brian out of it. Let's look at a Bedros Koulian. You think he's going to go to your account and be like, oh, I really want to hire this kid. Probably not. There's no way in hell, bro. I love, like, he'd be ruthless with you. He'd probably fucking message you just to tell you what me and Brian just said and then <laughs> fucking block you on social media. Like, in the, I'm not even trying to put you yeah. down. I'm just, that's the type of individuals we're thinking about, right? Like, we need to understand who our niche is. Brian said, like, put your shirt on, be professional. Like, the term professional is just a loose breakdown here. What we mean is set the scene for your niche, for your avatar, and give them value they need. What does career-driven individuals actually struggle with? They don't have time to work out or meal prep. So then what part of your content shows them anything to fix that? I'll watch my ad. At, oh, I'm posting a new I don't care about your ad. No, no. I don't give a shit about your ad. I care about your content. Give me a reel. Your reel, 4 p.m. tonight, you're going to post it? Yeah. yeah. Good. When you post it, tag me in it. Post it in the academy. I want to see it. Will do. Yeah. All right, bro. So that's, that's the goal. I'm like, you have the fucking physique and you have like a very big potential to help these kids. You just got to open up. And I think the only reason like I got, because I, I only train pretty busy professionals and they actually came from my funny content. So I think I kind of thought I should keep doing that. But now I know like I'm going to be stuck with these people. Because only my audience is only growing because my funny content. I'm only really making more clients because I'm getting a lot of referrals. So I need more new clients. Yeah. Mm. You got to post content that's going to cause people to be like, this dude knows what the fuck he's talking about. I'm going to hire him. Right now, they're like, this dude's funny. And jacked. And jacked, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Touche. Yes. Touche. All right, bro. I'll see you at FitCon. I'm fucking amped. See you soon. Let's fucking go, bro. Sam, what's up, King? Hey. How's How it going, I was trying to find you on mute button. I'm doing great. How are you? Best day of my life, brother. How can we serve you today? Yes. So I, well, kind of also spoke to Cole about two weeks ago about yeah. my uh, Instagram and I uh, just wanted to get some feedback in terms of like my content. And basically I've been struggling trying to sign on more than one client a month, mm -hmm. even though I feel like I am speaking to my client avatar. I took the advice of Cole of doing five reels uh, this last previous week yeah. of me talking to the camera 
uh, providing, you know, valuable feedback on nutrition or mindset, stuff like that. And I just wanted to hear your take as well, Brian, on uh, how I can improve my Instagram. Pause. Before we talk about your Instagram, you said that you're having a hard time signing clients, right? Yes. Okay. So I want to, I want to walk everybody through, including you, the psychology behind this. So in order to sign a client, we need to let's reverse engineer it. So client pays us money on the phone. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Now, in order for a client to pay us money on the phone, we have to actually book the phone call, right? Right. Now, in order for us to book the phone call, we need to be in the DM script, right? Yes. And in order for us to be in the DM script, we need to create good content, right? Yes. And you say your content is good, right? You yes. feel like your content is good. So yeah. the next problem that we need to look at is the DM script. How many calls are you booking per week? This week, I've had four calls. Okay. And how many of those calls have you closed? Still early. Hopefully, maybe one. Okay. How many have you closed is the question that I asked. As of this in, week? In the last four calls, how many have you closed? Zero so far. So the, the problem isn't your content. The problem is sales. Do you see what I just did there? Gotcha. So like you think the problem is your content. And you're like, I can only sign one client a month, but I can promise you if you're booking phone calls, your content is good. The reason you're not signing more than one client a month has nothing to do with your content and everything to do with your sales. Do you feel me? Yeah. And so the solution to this problem is to dissect your sales. The solution to this problem is to role play with somebody about your sales. The solution to this problem is every single time you have a sales call, Sam, what I want you yeah. to do is I want you to write down the objection that they said, like, if you don't close the call, even right. if you do close the call, write down, you're going to do, this is your homework. After every sales calls that you have, you're going to have a post call summary. All right. I want you to sit down for 15 minutes after every call and write out how you did. This is where I did. This is, I went, well, this is where I would have improved. And then ask yourself this question. This is the most important question. Mm -hmm. If I could do that sales call again, what would I have done differently? Mm -hmm. And then you're constantly like, self-assessing and you're getting better and better and better every single call. So I'm going to give you a pre-call ritual, Sam, and a post-call ritual. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So, the, so Yeah. So every single call, you have a pre-call and a post-call ritual. This is what it's going to be. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So the pre-call ritual, what I want you to do, and this is good, good advice for anybody that's struggling with sales. Pre-call ritual, go into their DM script, Sam, and write down all the things that they're struggling with. Yeah. Right. In their own language. So you, you say they're struggling with, you know, losing body fat and for three years and knee pain, whatever the fuck. Write down all of their goals. They want to lose 20 pounds, want to get in the best shape of life, blah, blah, blah. Write down what the things that they want to accomplish in the next 90 days are, blah, 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 blah. And then I want you to sit there and ask yourself, if I was this person, what's likely the objection that they're going to have when I close them? Are they probably going to say that they're struggling? You know, they want to wait until they got the right time. So when they do say, I want to wait, what are you going to say? And you literally practice that in your head for 15 mm -hmm. minutes before the call. So you basically prime yourself to like know what the prospect's all about before the call and then ask yourself what you think the objection might be and then practice overcoming it in your head before it happens. Or even if you want to call Mike, I know that you work with Mike. So maybe be like, I think that they might say this. This is what I'm going to say if they say this. And then get on the call, do the call. And then you're going to close more clients by doing this, by the way. And then yeah. after the call, no matter how, if it goes well or not, either call Mike or pull out your fucking notepad and write a 15 minute summary. It doesn't have to yeah. be 15 minutes. It can be five. But like, how did the call go? What did you do right? What can you do better? And if you could do the call again, what would you do differently? Do that even when they close. This sort of honest self-assessment is what allowed me and Cole to continue to get better and better and better and better. So pre-call ritual and post-call ritual. Your problem isn't your content. Your problem is your sales. Okay. That sounds great. Cool? Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Cole, you have anything to add? Uh, no, I'm just like looking at your content as well. Like, dude, I agree with everything that Brian's broke down. It's been the thing that's helped us since the fucking dawn of time of us being online, like understanding that we need to put just as so much time into our sales, our DMs, our processes, improving our language, our tonality across the board, as much as content. I think again, just like everybody else, and it sounds like a broken record here, you just need to lead with pain more. Like just going into your content alone, the last three talking reels, which I know you haven't posted a reel in three days for whatever the fuck reason, reel every day, five days a week, Monday to Friday, moving forward. But you need to lead with pain. Again, guys, you have less than two seconds to capture somebody's attention. Stop wasting time dancing around what the fuck you want to talk about. Just get to the point. And again, the video does not need to be six seconds long, but you need to say something within the first two seconds to stop me from scrolling. Make sense? Yeah. Because again, people are just fucking going. That's yeah. all they care about. They're just their attention spans are fucking tiny right now. So we need to trigger that emotion to stop them. And then once we do that, then you can start working into what Brian broke down, like dissect everything across the board. Call Mike and tell me that you need to set up something with them on a continual basis. Role plays. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. we've been doing that as well. Good. Tell them to be harder on you. <laughs> we'll do. Seriously. Way harder. Dude, me and Cole used to do role plays and I'd be like, be a dick. Like, do not let me sell you. And so like, he would be like, I'd be like, what are your number one fitness goals right now? He'd be like, lose weight. 
Right. I'd be like, tell me a little bit more about that. He's like, I want to lose weight for my kids. Like we're fucking like, assholes. Yeah. Like you got to be savage in the role plays because if you can overcome a savage role play, when you actually talk to a nice person, you're like, oh, this is fucking easy. Yeah. The most common one that I've been running into because it's November is that the people are saying, oh, I want to sign on like after the new year or in December, like a month and a half away. Because that's, an, that, that's be like, so you want to wait another 67 days to start your fitness goals when you haven't worked on them for the last three years, Sam, is that what you're telling me? Oh, that's what they're saying. No, that's, but that's I, no, I know. But that's how I would respond to you. Like, so you need so, to learn how to call them on their fucking shit because right now you're acting like someone who has experience but doesn't want to help coaches say shit that is uncomfortable hey right. uh hey sam i got a quick question it's november right yeah what fitness goals did you set for 2022 for myself no this is what you ask you yeah for yourself he's role playing with you oh. right now sam what fitness goals have you set for yourself in 2022 2022 yeah. trying to gain at least five to ten pounds cool myself. have you done that i believe so okay so your prospects won't have done that so just say right. no <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Role play with me. So, no, I have not. Okay. Hey, Cole. So, listen, you want to wait till you're super excited. You want to start, but you want to wait till January. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking right now. Okay. I love that. So, quick question. It's November right now. What were your fitness goals in 2022? I was really looking to lose like, like around 10 pounds. Nice. Did you accomplish that? Not really. I was kind of going like up and down. Like, I, I saw really good progress and then I kind of like reverted back. It was like a, like a wave all year. Okay. Cool. Thank you for sharing that with me. Do you mind if I coach you for a minute? Yeah, of course. So listen, we're in November. All right. There's 67 days left in the year. Your goal is to lose 10 pounds and you still haven't accomplished that goal. So what you're telling me now is that your fitness goals aren't important to you so much so that you're going to push them another 67 days when in January, the same thing's going to happen. So unless you take action now, you're not going to take action. And I'm not going to force you to, because at the end of the day, this is going to be your decision. But are you willing to put off your fitness goals for another 67 days when you've already put them off for 10 months? So you just got to be willing to like trigger them, Sam. Even if that person turns around and gets angry at Brian saying that they turn around and they're like, well, like, I just don't know if I could do it, man. Like Christmas is coming up in like 60 days or so. And what I got to buy gifts and stuff. So like, no, Cole, I understand, dude. But like that, what you just said, the fact that Christmas is coming up is exactly why you haven't lost 10 pounds because it's Christmas and then it's a birthday and then it's Halloween. And there's always going to be a reason why you can't commit to your fitness goals. But fitness is about finding a way to work fitness into your life. It's not one or the other. So Sam, let me ask you, how important are your fitness goals to you? It's very important. So is this something you want to put off for another 67 days or do you want to take action now and actually change your life? Probably want to take action now. My boy. Brian did that. nice too. I'm even more ruthless there. I'm like, do you want to keep putting this off or do you want to actually take fucking action and stop wasting my time? Like <laughs> I get savage because what that is called, what Brian just did in a nice way and what I say in a rude way is called being willing to lose the sale in your own terms. Yes, write that I'm down, Sam. Fucking, dude, I am a coach. I'm not a fucking right. random friend you're going to bitch to for the rest of your life. I'm a coach. You know what right. a coach does? They push the individuals in their program on their team to their limits. All right. That'd be like you fucking on the Super Bowl and the fucking coach being like, all right, guys, well, if we don't try real hard on this last <laughs> play, we're going to lose the game. But by all means, if you're tired, just fucking don't try. It's all good. Just give them the ball. Like they can go to get a touchdown. It doesn't yeah. fucking work like that. But a lot of us, a lot of people, not us, me and Brian are not scared, all right? I'm just saying us is us here, all right? Are scared to fucking trigger people because you guys are scared of looking like Hurting a their feelings. By like, you allowing them to get off that fucking call without committing their fitness goals, you're also letting them be fat. Just like you're letting you said, that person deal with health right. problems. You're letting right. that person struggle with their weight for the next 67 days because you weren't willing to call them on their shit. You, right. Sam, you. Yes are letting one of these queer men, I'm literally looking at your post right now, go back into hiding, scared of who the fuck they are when they look in the mirror. Right. Because you Why aren't you willing to call them the fuck out. Yep. Right. It's your responsibility. Yeah. To let them off. If you're going to lose a say, you're going to lose it on your own terms. Listen, and the, the magic question, Sam, is do you mind if I coach you for a minute? Yeah. That's the homework. That's what your fucking homework is. The next time somebody gives you some bullshit, you're going to ask yeah. a couple questions. You're going to say, when they give you their bullshit, be like, that's cool. Do you mind if I coach you for a minute? And then tell them the truth. Right. And then coach them. That's fair. No, is that's making, brilliant. Thank you is, so much. Is this making you uncomfortable? No, it's great. It's what I feel like was missing as part of my uh, DM scripting. Cool. I just didn't know how to get around it because I felt like I didn't want to be too harsh. But I feel like calling people out on their bullshit, you have to do that as a responsibility of being a coach.
Yes. In what, yes. what ends up happening yes. is these individuals want to make a decision based off of emotion. They looked in the mirror, they put on a pair of clothing that doesn't fit them anymore. Their girlfriend, their man called them fucking fat. Their boyfriend fucking made fun of them. Like something happened. So they want to make a decision. Then when the decision is placed in front of them, their analytical mind fucking comes into play. And then they start thinking about everything else. They start thinking about the vacation they want to take five years from now. And if they don't save up every cent, they're probably not going to be able to get there. They start thinking about Christmas and how every Christmas they go binge eat with their fucking family and they forget all the problems because they use alcohol as an escape yeah. from their fucking life that they currently have. You need to keep them in the emotion. Like, no, Sam, I'm not letting you off this fucking phone unless you're straight with me. Don't utilize Christmas as a fucking excuse. You either want this or you don't. You just told me you've been struggling for the last three years. Why yeah. the fuck are you saying no right now? It's not Christmas. Why are you saying no? So you mean you booked a phone call with me to talk about your fitness goals to tell me that you want to start in January? There's no fucking way. There's not a party that wants to get started. You're just scared. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's go. Very valuable. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you for coming up, bro. Beautiful. I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys, too. Bam. That was fun. Matt Kennedy. What's up, King? Where are you at? I saw your face, and then your face disappeared, motherfucker. You better still be here. You didn't just wait an hour not to talk to me and Cole. No, I, is it too loud out here? No, you're good, bro. What's up, guys? It's good to meet you, finally. Yes, bro. Okay. I was listening to a Rise podcast yesterday talking about when you start to make more money and you feel guilty and shameful for, like, making money. Something along those lines, right? Okay. I, I feel capable of going robot mode, like, level up to the max. Whenever I do that, I'm engaged, and it's just, like, pushes... It separates us and causes arguments when I'm like, okay, like nicotine and weed and alcohol, like just get out of my life, honestly. And I have to have the discipline to do that myself. And like, I do, but yeah, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but can you give me some insight? You need to give me a little bit more clarity. So when you're, you're not asking over- a question yet, bro, you're just talking. I want yeah. you to ask the stuff that's making you uncomfortable in your mind right now. Yeah. Open up. Okay. Like, is my significant either holding me back from doing better or am I holding myself back and using her as an excuse? Depends. Mm-hmm. Let's hear more. So you say you want to go quote unquote robot mode. I want, I need some definitions. So when you say robot mode, do you mean I fucking cut out nicotine, weed, alcohol, and I also don't talk to my significant other and I resent her because she doesn't make the same decisions as me? Or when you say robot mode, do you mean like I'm focused on my work and my significant other is getting fucked up and she keeps pulling me into it? Yeah, like, I guess we don't do much of productive stuff together. Like, we don't, we used to go to the gym together, not anymore. Like, our schedules are whack, opposite, really. So, we have, like, a day off occasionally. And, like, the only thing we really do is, like, fun stuff. How much time have you spent with her one-on-one talking like this? Open communication. She doesn't really like to. It's always, like, not the time, you know? Well, that's the fucking problem. So... Yeah, this is where resentment kicks in. All right. And you need to understand that you're on a different wavelength. Okay. Right now, are you just doing this full time online? I work, I'm managing a restaurant right now. I did this, I coached online earlier this year. I got like eight clients in the first month. Yeah. And then I just fell apart. Why'd you fall apart? Like the most, the main reason is we were living at her dad's house at the time and he gave us like a month to get out or start paying rent. So I was like, fuck, I just have to get a job so I can like get an apartment. Okay, got it. Okay, go. Go ahead, go. Okay, so right now, we're in this place where open communication is everything. Everything. Because I'll be straight with you, you guys ain't going to fucking last unless you start communicating. And you need to ask yourself, is that something that I want to happen? Am I okay with losing her or do I need her here? All right, and you don't need to answer this or say it to us at all right now. This is something you need to ask yourself. Come to a conclusion and then start acting from that place. The reason why I bring this down is because right now you have no open communication. And you are choosing to disrupt the way your household currently operates. Think about that. Understand it. When you guys got into this relationship, you weren't trying to become this online trainer and trying to separate your situation, correct? You guys are both working regular jobs, drinking, partying. This is what she got used to. Now you are throwing a wrench in it. I'm not saying that's bad. I've been there. I did that shit when I met Julia. I was an iron worker. She worked in the fucking office. We met. I was already in my fitness journey, but I wasn't looking at entrepreneurship yet. We're just both working. And then I threw a wrench in it. The reason why I think mine worked is because we were very, very open in our communication. All right. I was also very open with her in the aspect of you can do that shit and I don't care, but I'm going to do this shit. Does that make sense? 
Because when you brought up the weed and the drinking, et cetera, it sounds like you don't want to go down that path anymore, but she does want to go down that path and you're resenting it to a certain degree because you aren't getting one-on-one time with her because she wants to drink and stuff. You don't want to do it. And it's becoming this unbalanced household. Yeah. I feel like my energy, like my excitement and passion for like optimizing optimism, it turns her off of all of it. And we were talking about like, like, I was pumped last night. I was like, honestly, like if people can have houses on cliffs over the beach, then I can too. And she's like, you know, like, I just want like a normal life and like, I get it, but okay. I mean, I feel like she just doesn't, I don't know. I want to keep asking you questions of this because this is a very deep conversation on top of that as well. Why does she not go to the gym with you anymore? Did she just stop altogether? Well, so while we were going earlier this year, we were kind of running the online fitness thing together. And I think that she did it just like for me like to hang out and like so we could do something together but I don't think it was like intrinsic and so I think that she stopped and like has no reason to go back okay She's and like are you okay with her not going to the gym bad shape. Julia doesn't Julia barely goes to the gym she goes when she fucking wants to and I don't give a shit because she's my wife and you can do what you want but at the same time there's also boundaries in our household she knows it and we've had conversations we have to take care of ourselves and if she fucking let herself slip I would tell her right away like we've had that conversation yeah I don't think I I could say that um, what do you mean this is your fucking soon-to-be wife bro yeah also dude fuck this conversation i'm fucking coming in okay and i'm coming in straight you need to do what the fuck makes you happy period and when you do what the fuck makes you happy and you're openly communicating and you're doing your very best to bring your partner alongside you that's all you can fucking do period yes or you can make the decision to compromise who you are as an individual to please another person and spend the rest of your life resenting them not to mention doing them a disservice because you aren't playing to your highest level and being yourself do what the fuck makes you happy 100%. So sit down, fuck all the relationship stuff. Ask yourself, Mac, what does Mac want? Write down a list of all the things that Mac wants. What kind of person does he want to become? What kind of character is he? What does he value? What kind of people does he want around? What does he want in his life? Like, where does he want to go? Start heading in that direction. Start acting like that person. She will either love that and love you or she'll fucking find a way out of your life. But that doesn't fucking matter. What matters is you. Your happiness. And this might be a hard decision. This might be a hard pill to swallow, but that's the fact. You either focus on yourself and you focus on what makes you happy, or you spend the rest of your life resenting the person that's preventing you from doing so. And if she makes you fucking happy, then open the communication and fucking say it. This whole, I can't say this shit is a problem. Like, bro, she's your fiance. You're going to marry her. You need to be able to voice this. If you're not bringing up how you're feeling, no matter what you brainstorm on a piece of fucking paper, like Brian said, you ain't going to get anywhere. You're not going to be successful because as soon as it gets hard, you're going to go break back into that deep hole that you're in right now. Okay. Plus, I'm going to end this conversation. and I'm going to say this, spend the next fucking seven days figuring out what Mac wants. Come back to this conversation in seven days and come tell us where you're at with that and the relationship. And we can revisit this conversation, but you need to get clear on what you want first. You got before it. We can even continue moving forward. Agreed. Makes sense. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for coming up, bro, and being vulnerable. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. That's a difficult fucking conversation to have, and that's a difficult situation to be in. So we appreciate you opening up. Thank you, bro. Cole, where do they find you, homeboy? Cole Lewis to Silva on IG or TikTok or Cole to Silva on YouTube, motherfuckers. Also, guys, if you got value from today's podcast, let us fucking know. Be Mark and Cole are back. I, every Wednesday, you know what's up, pod chats. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope you have the best day of your entire motherfucking lives, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.